CBS News. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bonterre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit fscb.com. Member FDIC. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Oh, good morning to you. How are you today? And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You know, it's the the New Year's I know after, after Christmas. Maybe I got to holiday-itis, I guess, right now, and I'm just throwing them all out there. Hope you have a great Valentine's Day, too, and Happy Easter. Wow. It's really moving quickly. I realized this morning when I was getting ready for work, I thought, gee, am I going to... I have a friend that has a a band practice every Thursday. It's in St. Genevieve, and sometimes I go... Uh, been down there a couple of times lately in the last few months. Um, hadn't been for a long time, and I'm thinking, well, should I go tomorrow night? It's you know, it's Thursday. It's right before Christmas weekend. Uh, but then I got to get up early, and then I thought, no, I don't, because we have special programming for you coming up Friday morning too. And speaking of special programming, wow, we have something going on right now uh, that's going to happen around 7:30, and it's the Santa Watch, Santa Radar. It's really a lot of fun from CBS News, so we'll uh, we'll talk more about that, and we'll have the program for you coming up. It's uh, right. I try to place it as close to 7:30 as possible, um, you know, due to news amounts and commercial loads and different things like that popping in and out. Sometimes as a surprise, uh, yeah, or close to 7:30 as possible. I know, I know, it's radio. Exactness is um, our middle name, but at the same time, I'm just kind of loose with the show. It is eight minutes after 6 a.m. for Wednesday, the 20th of December. We're just five days away from Christmas, and uh, wow, the birth of our Savior. It it excites me, makes me nervous, though, because uh, I don't know, I want to you know, say the big family prayer, but I always think right before we eat on Christmas, and (laughs) I always think, gee, here I am. All I can remember is, you know, being the kid at Christmas, and now all of a sudden I'm the guy that's standing there leading everything. I I don't think I have the the power, the know-how, the the words, you know, any of that stuff. And then I remember, hey, take it easy, you know. Uh, He's in control. And everything will be fine. So just keep it right here. 
don't think about me running the show as in he's in control. Okay, that's not what I was talking about. But we do have five days until the big celebration. Uh, only three days until the craziest shopping day of the year, if you look at it that way. It's the last day of autumn. The last full day of fall before winter officially kicks in tomorrow night at 1027. Now, if you believe the old farmer's almanac, it'll be a colder than usual winter for much of the country. They're predicting above average snowfall from every state except California and the deep south. They'll just be unusually rainy. Only Florida is expected to have a mild and dry winter. Everybody else is supposed to be getting wet one way or another. And that's true for us as far as this Christmas weekend because yesterday, and I assume it's still the same, the weather forecast was predicting a wet weekend. As a matter of fact, Christmas Day, we still have a 50% chance of rain and the temperature of 59 in the forecast. They were saying 60 yesterday, but, you know, who's splitting hairs? 59, 60. Um, and on Christmas Eve, rain, rain, rain. Christmas Eve evening, Santa Claus is going to get soaked the reindeer, too. They better put on their slickers because it's a 90% chance of rain on Christmas Eve night. Uh, Christmas Eve, during the day, rain likely, too. That's a 60% chance. So the closer it gets to Santa's round around the world, the wetter it's going to get. And then as he gets home the next day on Christmas, it drops back to a 50% chance of rain for uh, Saturday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Monday. What am I thinking? Christmas on Saturday. It's not Saturday. It's Monday. Uh, that's what you call wishful thinking, I guess. And why on Saturday? Why would that be so special? I don't know. It just seems like that's such a special day of the week. And it will be this weekend as it's just a weekend and it's a Christmas weekend. So what can you say? So stay tuned for news. We have that coming up next. We'll have plenty of guests for you. I have some pre-recorded interviews. I have live interviews. As a matter of fact, if I remember the rundown, here's who we're going to have on the show today, or at least who I'm going to try to have. I have like five people. Uh, one's going to be a pre-recorded interview from yesterday afternoon because Mike Henderson, state representative, announced yesterday at noon that he's running for the Senate District 3, currently held by Elaine Gannon. She decided not to run, so Mike Henderson did. And uh, I have a short interview with him about why he decided to run. We'll be uh, running that for you this morning on the program. Also, we have an interview pre-recorded with Dr. Joe Gilgore of Mineral Area College and a pre-recorded interview with Harold Gallagher, the presiding commissioner of St. Francis County. And sandwiched in between all of that, we have a live interview with the executive director of the Bonterre Chamber of Commerce in the 7 o'clock hour, that's Matt Crabtree. And also, we're going to talk with Candy Henty and uh, I guess Dina Ward, too, from uh, both of them, from the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce. So it's a busy program today, and we'd best get started, as they say in my house. Uh, you're burning daylight there, boy. Yeah, I can hear my dad talking, and my grandpa, and my uncles, and let's see, they'll go down the list here, and cousins, and so on, and just stay tuned, news is next on KFMO, and my brother and sister, wait, what?
Are you struggling with your car but you don't have a reliable shop? Let's ask a friend. Who do you take your car to? Oh, Wade's Automotive. I'd trust Wade's Automotive. Wade's? Wade's Automotive in Farmington. Well, it's unanimous. Take it to Wade's Auto Service in Farmington with a full-service shop specializing in brakes, rotors, AC repair, transmission, even battery problems. Plus, they have a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. Trust Wade's Auto Service, 228 East Harrison Street, Farmington. Listen to all that cash I saved shopping at my local Big Deal store. I know what you're thinking. Jenny, tell me more. Well, this is a secret I love sharing. Shop your local Big Deal store from your phone, computer, or tablet for gift certificates at discounted prices. Automotive, pets, retail, groceries, entertainment, outdoor, restaurants, services, travel, health, beauty. It's all there. Shop and soon you'll be saving too. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deal's logo for instant savings. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, hump day, December 20th, five days till Christmas. And in this newscast, we're going to hear about uh, how not everyone feels joyful as we approach the Christmas season. Season. There are those who are grieving the loss of a loved one. We'll find out more about how to help in this newscast. Plus, Mineral Area College Board of Trustees members award what they call the champion of excellence award they had two at this month's board meeting and missouri state representative of the 117th district mike henderson is announcing he's running for election to the state senate in the 2024 november elections henderson says he decided to run for the district three senate seat because he carries shared values with those he would represent. I know the community, I know the area, and I know what's important to the people. They don't want more government, they want less government in their lives on a daily basis. They want their taxes lowered. They don't want to keep paying higher taxes. They feel like they're under pressure already from inflation. I've lived there for over 40 years. And I think I think the same way they do about how government should function. And I, I'd like to continue to fight for government to function the correct way. Henderson was elected to his first two-year term in the Missouri House of Representatives in November of 2016. Again, the announcement is 117th District State Representative Mike Henderson will run for the District 3 Senate seat in the November 2024 elections. The position currently held by Lane Gannon, who has decided not to run for re-election. Mineral Area College Board of Trustees members award the Champion of Excellence Award to an employee for going above and beyond the call of duty. At this month's board meeting, two people received the recognition. The president of the college, Dr. Joe Gilgore, says one of them was Susie Lachance, who helped save a student's life. Susie was a, one of many people that were emailed by a student in the middle of the night. Uh, the student uh, notifying basically everybody in the email that he planned on ending his life. And most people aren't checking emails at 4.35 in the morning when uh, Susie happened to be and, and sprung into action and made sure she notified appropriate people and uh, could have easily just said somebody else will get because there were a lot more people on that email, but she didn't. And uh, thankfully, you know, we, we believe her actions were at least a part of saving that student's life. Gilgore explains the second recipient of the award is volleyball coach Tim Copeland for his 500th win and the team's appearance at the national tournament. As Christmas approaches, not everyone is feeling joyful, especially those who've suffered the loss of a loved one. 
The executive director of the New Beginnings Grief and Loss Support Group, Kathy Grogan, says the holidays are difficult for anyone who's grieving. It can almost make you know, more alone. The lights are flashing and, and people are excited. And when your heart's broken, it's, it's hard to get into that spirit. You know, So a lot of people just kind of back off to themselves during the holidays. If you've suffered a loss and feel like you need help getting through the holidays, check out the New Beginnings Grief and Loss Support Group. They meet at Belgrade State Bank Wednesday mornings from 10 to 1130, so they will be meeting today. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk for this Wednesday, December 20th. It's 17 minutes after 6 a.m. Here's what's going on weather-wise for this morning. Our current temperature winds up being 38 degrees, and it feels like 32, though, because winds are moving at 8 miles an hour from the south through the area right now. We expect in the forecast for today, partly sunny skies, a high of 57, with southerly winds gusting up to about 22 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low of 36 and Thursday, it's going to be partly sunny, the high 57 degrees. Calm winds for the most part for Thursday. That's news and weather from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, remember, the 20th of December, and we have sports for you next here at KFMO with Jared Pettis. Stay tuned and check the website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side boys basketball on Tuesday as the Central Rebels played host to the Valley Catholic Warriors at a broadcast game from the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse, our last stop there until the Christmas tournament a week from Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry's got the recap of an MAAA large school, small school showdown between the Rebels and Warriors. It was one for the records for the Central Rebels as they faced off in an MAAA conference matchup with Valley Catholic on Tuesday night. Central started quick and finished quicker with a decisive 98-52 win over the Warriors. Caden Casey scored 17 points in the first quarter to push the Rebels out to a commanding lead, a lead that was extended to 28 points by halftime. During that first half, both Casey and Joe Bryant reached milestones in their illustrious careers. Bryant scored his 2,000th point, while Casey hit the 1,000-point mark. The second half was more of the same, with Central pushing the lead to as high as 48 points before settling for a 98-52 win. After the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. It was a good win for us, and I was, I was glad to see uh, Caden and Joe both kind of hit some milestones, you know. Caden scoring his 1,000th point, and Joe scoring his 2,000th. That's, that's a really neat deal. Caden Casey finished with 27, while Joe Bryant added 22. And not to be overlooked was a double-double by Zach Boyd, who scored 14 and pulled down 10 rebounds. Valley was led by Tyler Giggs, 19, and Wyatt Fallard's 7. Central improves to 6-1 and one and faces Saxony Lutheran on Thursday in Cape, while Valley drops to 3-3 three and three and travels to Kingston on Thursday night. Once again, Central blows by Valley Catholic 98-50 at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Again, Kagan Casey and Joe Bryant each had milestone moments in the win. Central head coach Brad Gross on Casey and Bryant reaching those milestone moments on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't think you could find many people in Central history who's had the success that these guys have had. You know, two different sports, you know, uh, just all the accolades they've gotten. It's just been really neat watching them over the last four years. Who does Caden Casey attribute his scoring success to? Probably my dad because he's been 
he's been coming in in the morning, every morning. He's been helping us. He's been working on our shots. Well, Joe Bryan had a similar answer in that Mark Casey is one of the assistant coaches at Central. My coaches, especially my family, um, everybody just around me, the community, but especially my coaches and my family, like Coach Gross, Coach Casey, we come in every morning shoot. So uh, just getting better every day just really uh, contributes to what I show on the court. What does it mean to you to have 2,000 points? Uh, it means the world, you know. Um, it's really great uh, with everybody around me supporting me. Um, it just feels even better when I have the community behind me. Again, the Rebels win it 98-52. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday night. The Farmington Knights erase a 17-point deficit to win in double overtime. They beat Jackson 73-71. Kingston topped North County on the road 67-56. The St. Genevieve Dragons fall to Pacific 47-44. And the West County Bulldogs get back in the win column. They beat Donovan 64-42. And one girls basketball action and it needed overtime. The Lesterville Lady Bearcats beat the Potosi Lady Trojans 62-57. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball, Potosi is at Arcadia Valley and on the girls side, the North County Lady Raiders host Parkway North while the St. Genevieve Dragons travel to Herculaneum and take on the Lady Black Cats. And on Thursday, girls basketball South Iron is at Farmington. That's our next broadcast and it's our final broadcast before the Christmas tournament. It starts at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7 30 we'll have live video on the website kfmosports.com again that's south iron at farmington girls basketball on thursday and that central christmas tournament now under a week away and in sports on tuesday we previewed the girls side of the bracket well today we started with the boys side we hear from two coaches the south iron panthers they're the two seed they'll play the 15 seed perryville south iron won the arcadia valley tournament and seated second at the Christmas tournament in back-to-back years. Head coach Dusty Dinkins, is it good for a team to play well in early season tournaments? I think it's good to get off to a good start, to start your season and kind of see where you're at. And then, you know, if you can survive and win some games and then get into some championship moments and, and see how your kids are going to respond to those. And I think that's that's all good and well. But have to understand it's a long season and you're going to have to continue to get better. And just because you may have started well does not mean you're going to be uh, at that level throughout the season unless you have some focused work put in day by day. And lower in the field, the five-seed Potosi Trojans will take on the 12-seed Herculaneum Black Cats. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway, did they expect the five-seed coming into the seed meeting? We knew that uh, we had a good chance to be in the the, up, the l- upper half of this uh, tournament. Um, I mean, we're fine with the five. We didn't come into it. We didn't really have a number picked out that we wanted to be. Um, we're uh, it's still early in the year. We're just trying to play our best basket right now and fine-tune some things, so five's fine with us. Well, the Central Christmas Tournament starts next Tuesday, December 26th, with the Octo Header that starts 27 broadcast games in five days. And the biggest mover in the field of the Christmas Tournament, it's Farmington. They moved from the 12 seed last year to the 3 seed this year. And they'll play the 14 seed North County in the opening round. We'll hear from Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan and North County assistant coach Hayden Sprinkle tomorrow in sports as we work our way closer to the Central Christmas Tournament. That starts on Tuesday. And from there to the ice at NHL, the St. Louis Blues began their Florida swig. A two-game road trip in Florida started at Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The Blues Radio Network and Alex Ferrario have the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off their final road trip before the holiday break. Two games in Florida 
Florida that started with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And offense started early for Tampa as they scored two minutes and 23 seconds in to take a one nothing lead. And then two more goals in a less than three minutes span to give Tampa a three-goal lead going into the first intermission. Second period would open up eerily similar to the first as Tampa would score within the first three minutes of that second period. Nikita Kucherov's second of the game. And then they'd follow it up with a 5 nothing lead before Jordan Bennington would get pulled midway through the second. No other goals that period, though in the third, a power play goal for Nick Paul made it 6 nothing. but the Blues would get one back on the power play, back-to-back games with a power play goal as Justin Falk scored his first of the season. The Blues fall, though, 6-1 to to Tampa Bay, back to 500, 15-15-1 on the season, and they'll try and get back above 500 Thursday night against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop at 6, pregame skate at 5.30 on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister. What caused the team to get off to the slow start trailing 3-0 after one period? We weren't able to, to, to get to any kind of forecheck, uh, so we were defending. Um, I think we had uh, 10, 10 turnovers, 10, 13 turnovers in, in the D zone, um, 10 turnovers in the offensive zone. Um, when you're doing that, you're going to have to play a lot of D. Defenseman Colton Pareko says this is one the team has to put behind them. It's a tough league. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Every given night is a hard night, and um, you can't take nights off, I don't think. So uh, it's it's one of those things where we got to hit the reset. Um, kind of touched on earlier. We got big game Thursday against Florida. They have a good team. And, Starts obviously tonight and tomorrow. Go practice, have a good practice, and re- the Blues are back at it tomorrow. Five thirty pregame, six o'clock puck drop at Florida against the Panthers. Coverage on B one hundred four point three. The Blues are return home Saturday and play the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL: The Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday, eleven a.m. pregame, high noon kickoff. And NCAA football: The Missouri Tigers play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, December 29th. And NCAA men's basketball: The St. Louis University. Billikens are at NC State tonight after a big winner on Saturday. And the Missouri Tigers take on Illinois at Enterprise Center on Friday. It's the Bragg and Rights game from St. Louis. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service at Ironton wishes you and yours the best holiday season, including the best of health, family, and happiness. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Vicki Crocker and the staff at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge would like to take this moment to say thank you to their clients and to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy New Year. Happiest of holidays from everyone at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from my family to yours. I'm Trent Quiava, owner of Cornerstone Furniture Mattress in Park Hills. Right now, receive extra cash discounts for Christmas, and we also have 48 months with 0% financing available. I'd also like to take this time to say thank you to all of our customers supporting our business this year. It means a lot to me and my family. If you haven't shopped at Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, I invite you to stop by. We can't wait to turn your house into a home. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills. Stay tuned. We have news coming up again, sports, and we'll have an interview rolling for you about 645. Uh, I'm, uh, it's a toss-up right now. We have three to choose from. So, gee, isn't that nice? Yeah. And that's coming up on AM 1240. Stay with us. Whatever the need, a new trailer to haul your lawn equipment, power sports vehicles, or heavy machinery, Booz and Bark Trailers in Farmington has the trailer to get the job done. 
Tandem 16-foot utility trailers with gate are just $37.90 or 12-foot with gate for just $19.90. And Busenbark has a 20-foot tilt deck to haul that heavy equipment for just $9,200. For the best selection and best deals, head to Busenbark Trailers, Highway 67 North, Farmington. Shop local, buy local, it's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Colton Steakhouse, Paw Fiction Pet Grooming, Charlie's Mowing Service and Snow Removal, and the Oasis Christian Bookstore and Gifts. They're all part of our Big Deals. Now that's the way to get it going. Yes, the old Army Navy and whatever. I, <laughs> it's a that's a great version of our national anthem. I think anyway. Hope you enjoyed it. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Wednesday, December twentieth. We're five days away from Christmas, and it's already news time. So you know when it gets to be this time of the morning, all I can say is uh, we'll have the weather in a moment for you. Let's get it over here real quick. We gotta go. Hi, it's Jenny from Big Deals with some great news. A new local business has joined Big Deals. Sound the trumpets. And can I get a drum roll, please? It's Nickel Suds Laundry Cleaning Service, where they come to you. They'll pick up your laundry, wash it, dry it, and deliver it to your door within 48 hours. Nickel Suds Laundry Service. Find out more at kfmo.com or b104fm.com. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. 
accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Mostly sunny sky or high temperatures today will be right around 55 degrees with south winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Cloud cover will thicken on up tonight and overnight low 35 and then clouds in mid-do upper 50s on Thursday. Thursday night scattered rain low 40s. I think Friday we'll see clouds, occasional rain or high on Friday near 55. Saturday we're back to cloudy skies or high on Saturday into the upper 50s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 20th. The time is 631 and in our newscast, we're going to hear about certain railroad crossings being closed for maintenance. And it's kind of an unusual closure. We'll tell you where that's happening. Missouri state lawmakers have been moving towards some sort of a change as to how initiative petitions work in Missouri, and we have more information on that. Plus, the new budget for St. Francis County is in place after Tuesday's county commission meeting. The 2024 budget was approved at that meeting, and presiding commissioner Harold Gallagher says the county has over $7 million in reserve, which shows good planning and use of the county's funds. And we've learned with the economies going as they are, you need a reserve. Now, we operate our county debt-free. We don't have any bad credit or slow payment or anything. We pay promptly, and we, we need that cash to do that. So we are sitting in very good shape financially. The new budget has a projected revenue of over $52 million with expenses at $45 million. Missouri state lawmakers have been moving towards some sort of change as to how initiative petitions work in the state. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan has more on the last session's House Joint Resolution 43. Missouri senators spent part of this year's session discussing House Joint Resolution 43. Senator Sandy Crawford of Buffalo handled this legislation in the upper chamber. At the threshold we ended up at, we really didn't think that piece in the legislation was going to matter one way or the other. We did not think it mattered. In negotiations, we decided that was not a hill we were going to die on. Currently, initiative petitions need signatures from 8% of voters in two-thirds of the state's congressional districts in order to place an amendment to the Missouri Constitution on the ballot. Missouri Senate Minority Floor Leader John Rizzo of independence ads, as with several measures this year, the finished product looked different than what was originally introduced. real thing that we were looking for was a fair fight. We believe that even though it's probably got some stuff in there that we don't like, it's a more fair fight than what we would have gotten. The second regular session of the 102nd General Assembly will start on Wednesday, January 3rd. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. Thanks, Dean. Also in news, BNSF Railway is closing its railroad crossings on state routes C, E, M, and H in Perry County to perform routine maintenance on the railroad tracks at each of those crossings. BNSF began the work Tuesday, including maintenance at the Route C crossing first, then crews moved to the Route E crossing, then Route M, and they'll finish with the Route H crossing. While maintenance is being performed at a crossing, the road is closed to the public in both directions for up to six hours. This rail maintenance work is weather dependent. Signs are posted alerting drivers to the closures and you're reminded to slow down, pay attention in these areas. And to find out more, just contact MoDOT's Customer Service Center toll-free at 888-275-6636. Remember, those closings are in Perry County, Missouri. That's news from AM 1240. 
And I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. You'll want to stay tuned. We have sports coming up next with Jared Pettis. Check the website, too. It's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side boys basketball on Tuesday as the Central Rebels played host to the Valley Catholic Warriors at a broadcast game from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse, our last stop there until the Christmas tournament a week from Tuesday. Our own Glenn Berry's got the recap of an MAAA large school, small school showdown between the Rebels and Warriors. It was one for the records for the Central Rebels as they faced off in an MAAA conference matchup with Valley Catholic on Tuesday night. Central started quick and finished quicker with a decisive 98-52 win over the Warriors. Caden Casey scored 17 points in the first quarter to push the Rebels out to a commanding lead, a lead that was extended to 28 points by halftime. During that first half, both Casey and Joe Bryant reached milestones in their illustrious careers. Bryant scored his 2,000th point, while Casey hit the 1,000-point mark. The second half was more of the same, with Central pushing the lead to as high as 48 points before settling for a 98-52 win. After the game, Central head coach Brad Gross. It was a good win for us, and I was, I was glad to see uh, Caden and Joe both kind of hit some milestones, you know. Caden scoring his 1,000th point and Joe scoring his 2,000th. That's a really neat deal. Caden Casey finished with 27, while Joe Bryant added 22. And not to be overlooked was a double-double by Zach Boyd, who scored 14 and pulled down 10 rebounds. Valley was led by Tyler Giggs, 19, and Wyatt Fallard's 7. Central improves to 6-1 and one and faces Saxony Lutheran on Thursday in Cape, while Valley drops to 3-3 three and three and travels to Kingston on Thursday night. Once again, Central blows by Valley Catholic 98-50 at the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. For KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Again, Kate and Casey and Joe Bryant each had milestone moments in the win. Central head coach Brad Gross on Casey and Bryant reaching those milestone moments on Tuesday. I, mean, I don't think you could find many people in Central history who's had the success that these guys have had. You know, two different sports, you know, uh, just all the accolades they've gotten. It's just been really neat watching them over the last four years. Who does Caden Casey attribute his scoring success to? Probably my dad because he's been he's been coming in in the morning, every morning. He's been helping us. He's been working on our shots. Well, Joe Bryant had a similar answer in that Mark Casey is one of the assistant coaches at Central. My coaches, especially my family, um, everybody just around me, the community, but especially my coaches and my family, like Coach Gross, Coach Casey, we come in every morning shoot, so uh, just getting better every day just really uh, contributes to what I show on the court. What does it mean to you to have 2,000 points? Uh, it means the world, you know. Um, it's really great. Uh, with everybody around me supporting me. Um, it just feels even better when I have the community behind me. Again, the Rebels win at 98-52. Other boys basketball action from Tuesday night. The Farmington Knights erase a 17-point deficit to win in double overtime. They beat Jackson 73-71. Kingston top North County on the road 67-56. The St. Genevieve Dragons fall to Pacific 47-44. And the West County Bulldogs get back in the win column. They beat Donovan 60 64-42. And one girls basketball action 
and it needed overtime. The Lesterville Lady Bearcats beat the Potosi Lady Trojans 62-57. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball Potosi is at Arcadia Valley, and on the girls' side, the North County Lady Raiders host Parkway North, while the St. Genevieve Dragons travel to Herculaneum and take on the Lady Black Cats. And on Thursday, girls basketball South Iron is at Farmington. That's our next broadcast, and it's our final broadcast before the Christmas tournament. It starts at 7 o'clock on KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video on the website, kfmosports.com. Again, that's South Iron at Farmington Girls Basketball on Thursday. And that Central Christmas Tournament now under a week away. And in sports on Tuesday, we previewed the girls' side of the bracket. Well, today we start it with the boys' side. We hear from two coaches, the South Iron Panthers. They're the two-seed. They'll play the 15-seed Perryville. South Iron won the Arcadia Valley Tournament and seated second at the Christmas tournament in back-to-back years. Head coach Dusty Dinkins, is it good for a team to play well in early season tournaments? I think it's good to get off to a good start, to start your season and kind of see where you're at. And then, you know, if you can survive and win some games and then get into some championship moments and, and see how your kids are going to respond to those. And I think that's that's all good and well. But have to understand it's a long season and you're going to have to continue to get better. And just because you may have started well does not mean you're going to be Uh, at that level throughout the season unless you have some focused work put in day by day. And lower in the field, the five-seed Potosi Trojans will take on the 12-seed Herculaneum Black Cats. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway, did they expect the five-seed coming into the seed meeting? We knew that uh, we had a good chance to be in the the upper half of this uh, tournament. Um, I mean, we're fine with the five. We didn't come into it. We didn't really have a number picked out that we wanted to be. we're uh, still early in the year. We're just trying to play our best basketball right now and fine-tune some things, so five's fine with us. The Central Christmas Tournament starts next Tuesday, December 26th, with the Octo Header that starts 27 broadcast games in five days. And the biggest mover in the field of the Christmas Tournament, it's Farmington. They moved from the 12th seed last year to the 3th seed this year. And they'll play the 14th seed North County in the opening round. We'll hear from Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan and North County assistant coach Hayden Sprinkle tomorrow in as we work our way closer to the Central Christmas Tournament. That starts on Tuesday. And from there to the ice at NHL, the St. Louis Blues began their Florida swing. A two-game road trip in Florida started at Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The Blues Radio Network and Alex Ferrario have the recap. Last night, the Blues kicked off their final road trip before the holiday break. Two games in Florida that started with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And offense started early for Tampa as they scored two minutes and 23 seconds in to take a one-nothing lead. And then two more goals in a less than three minutes span to give Tampa a three-goal lead going into the first intermission. Second period would open up eerily similar to the first as Tampa would score within the first three minutes of that second period. Nikita Kucherov's second of the game, and then they'd follow it up with a 5 nothing lead before Jordan Bennington would get pulled midway through the second. No other goals that period, though in the third, a power play goal for Nick Paul made it 6 nothing. but the Blues would get one back on the power play. Back-to-back games with a power play goal as Justin Falk scored his first of the season. The Blues fall, though, 6-1 to to Tampa Bay, back to 500, 15-15-1 on the season, and they'll try and get back above 500 Thursday night against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop at 6, pregame skate at 5.30 on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister. What caused the team to get off to the slow start, trailing 3-0 after one period? We weren't able to, to, to get to any kind of forecheck, uh, so we were defending. Um, I think we had 
10, 10 turnovers, 10, 13 turnovers in, in the D zone, um, 10 turnovers in the offensive zone. Um, when you're doing that, you're going to have to play a lot of D. Defenseman Colton Pareko says this is one the team has to put behind them. It's a tough league. Obviously, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Every given night is a hard night, and um, you can't take nights off, I don't think. So uh, it's it's one of those things where we got to hit the reset. Um, kind of touched on earlier. We got big game Thursday against Florida. They have a good team. And, Starts obviously tonight and tomorrow. Go to practice, have a good practice, and reroute. The Blues are back at it tomorrow, 5 30 pregame. 6 o'clock puck drop at Florida against the Panthers. Coverage on B104.3. The Blues are return home Saturday and play the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs host the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday, 11 a.m. pregame, high noon kickoff. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, December 29th. And NCAA men's basketball, the St. Louis University Billikens are at NC State tonight after a big winner on Saturday. And the Missouri Tigers take on Illinois at Enterprise Center on Friday. It's the Bragging Rights game from St. Louis. That's sports. I'm Jared Pe- Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, I'm just happy. It's almost Christmas, you know, and uh, we're having a great time. We have something new. I've got all this new Christmas stuff, you know, and it's just like Santa Claus decided to come early and drop off a whole bunch of really great audio for the radio station. So I have this thing we're doing uh, with Santa Watch. It happens about... 7.30, and it's brought to you by Shelter Insurance, Craig Wood in Fredericktown, and Unico Bank in Potosi, among many other fine sponsors. Around 7.30 in the morning, we'll uh, have reports from the North Pole to share with you and the kids. What's Santa up to? I don't know, but he'll tell us in the reports, or at least we'll have a correspondent, okay? Uh, we'll have these all day on Christmas Eve, too. So remember, they're a lot of fun. That's Santa Watch. I also have... Uh, something else going on and and it's just something we're going to try to get as many of these in as we possibly can before christmas because i just got them okay and it's uh, it's interesting stories about a two-minute story about a certain christmas song how it came to be who wrote it what was the uh, reason they wrote the song how did they get the idea and all that good stuff we'll have one of those next for you on kfmo may the holidays find you and your family blessed with health happiness and prosperity the award-winning brad wooden auto body would like to thank those who have supported us and send warm wishes to all season's greetings from the entire staff at the award-winning brad wooden auto body in ironton Have our award-winning news delivered to your inbox. The KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. A necessary start to your day. We have received a report that one of the escaped inmates... The top stories of the day have never been easier to find with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. The tax rate is governed Get the news delivered to your email every weekday for free with the KFMO B104 Morning Cup of Coffee newsletter. Go to KFMO.com and subscribe today. With an inside story behind a Christmas song. Silver bells, silver bells. The song was first sung by 20th century show business icon and wisecracking comedian Mr. Bob Hope with Miss Marilyn Maxwell in the 1951 movie The Lemon Drop Kid. Songwriters Mr. Ray Evans and Mr. Jay Livingston now detail the circumstances surrounding the writing 
of Silver Bells. We are asked to write a Christmas song for Bob Hope to do in a movie called The Lemon Drop Kid. This idea didn't thrill us, but uh, uh, we had to do it. So reluctantly, we sat down. We wrote a song called Tinkle Bell, about the little tinkly bells you hear around Christmas. And we thought, that'll fit the picture. You'll never hear it again. That'll be the end of that. But I went home from work that night, and my wife said, what you doing in school today, or worse to that effect? And I said, we wrote a song called Tinkle Bell. But she explained the double meaning in the word tinkle, which had not occurred to us. So I came back in the studio the next day, and I said to Ray, we cannot use Tinkle Bell. And he said, why not? And I said, because tinkle has a double meaning. And we threw it away. Now we started to write something else. Well, we kept coming back to Tinkle Bell. We stole lines of lyric from it. We stole pieces of music because we liked a lot of it. And we ended up with Tinkle Bell exactly as we'd first written it. We just changed one word. Instead of Tinkle Bell, it became Silver Bells. Soon it will be Christmas. And this is a song we didn't want to write. There's a moral there somewhere. From the musicalsoundreview.com, I'm Francis Chick Powers. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas Kennan, at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. see your future. Sometime in the next month, you'll go out to eat again. Jenny here. The Big Deals online store can make your future even brighter with restaurant gift certificates. There's something for everyone. They spend just like cash and never expire, so you can buy them now and use them whenever you want. Shop anytime. Save all the time. The Big Deals online store. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the Big Deals logo for instant savings. We are at uh, 10 minutes before 7 o'clock. Stay with us. Didn't you enjoy that, uh, Francis Chick Powers there? Hey, Chick, how you doing? (laughs) Good old Francis. I like the report he gives, and isn't that great? Silver Bells started out as Tinkle Bells, but uh, <laughs> had to change the name. I guess so. Gee, uh, Cornflakes comes to mind. Let's see. That's such a great song, though, isn't it? Um, we have more of those reports like that coming up, uh, as many as I can get on the air here with our other guests and things this morning. Plus, we'll have Santa Watch about 7.30. Wooey, it's almost, wee doggies, it's getting close to Christmas. Uncle Jeb's coming down to the studio today. Uh, let's see, we have Dr. Joe Gilgore coming up in the studio next. It's a pre-recorded interview I uh, did with uh, Dr. Gilgore, the president of MAC, last Thursday, so stay tuned to KFMO. Are you ready to transform your property into a natural paradise? Look no further than DeMar Land Management. Their pond excavations have left property owners in awe. They don't just manage land, they create new possibilities. With DeMar Land Management, your vision for a more beautiful, functional property becomes a reality. From excavations to forestry mulching, DeMar Land Management is your trusted partner in enhancing your land. When you're ready to transform your property, call DeMar Land Management, 573-664-1156. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. 
Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Cars Boulevard in Farmington. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Here on KFMO, we're visiting with Joe Gilgore. He's the president of Mineral Area College. And uh, after the board meeting today, I just wanted to find out a few things about some really great things that were talked about. First of all, you usually have a champion of excellence every month. This month, you had two. Yeah, um, so the Champion of Excellence Award is a peer-to-peer -peer award where employees kind of nominate each other for really going above and beyond. We have employees that do great things as part of their job, but then some accomplish maybe a big project or a, a major milestone, something like this. So yeah, we, we don't always have one every month. Um, some, some months we do miss them, but uh, this month we do have two. And one, because uh, our, our first one was Tim Copeland, coach of our volleyball team. He uh, got his 500th win this season. And so he was nominated for the Champion of Excellence. Well then, because the team was doing so well, they had to miss board meetings. Like he went to the national tournament uh, selfishly and missed the board meeting. Uh, so we had to push that off to December, uh, but it's really proud of coach and, and everything he does for our uh, our uh, student athletes. Uh, and they did go to the national tournament, just had a really great, great finish their year. Um, the other one was Susie LaChance. Um, Susie got a, was, a, was a, one of many people that were emailed by a student in the middle of the night. Uh, the student uh, notifying basically everybody in the email that he planned on ending his life. And, um, you know, most people aren't checking emails at 4.35 in the morning, whatever. And uh, Susie happened to be and, and sprung into action and made sure she notified appropriate people and uh, could have easily just, just said somebody else will get it because there were a lot more people on that email, but she didn't. And uh, thankfully, you know, we, we believe her actions were at least a part of saving that student's life. You have great people at Mineral Area College, mm -hmm. and that exemplifies it. That's why we have that Champion of Excellence That's Award, right. too. Uh, the LPNs and ADNs, uh, license exam results, these classes did really great. They did. I mean, I don't remember the exact numbers, but there was one of them where the national average is, uh, I think it was the PN class, the national average is 87% pass rates, and ours for two years in a row has been 100%. So it just uh, really speaks volumes for the nursing staff and leadership we have in our health sciences. They are amazing. And, uh, I'm, you know, I, I truly believe, and I don't say this because I'm here and a little biased, but I believe we have one of the best health sciences programs in the state, if not the nation. Um, and the state board agrees with a lot of that stuff, sees expansion. I mean, Angie talked about uh, expansion to Perryville and Cape Girardeau and those things that you just can't go in and start a nursing program. The state has to approve that, and there's a lot of uh, red tape that goes with it. And, uh, you know, we, our, our excellence speaks for itself. And that, as she said, they've been invited to even speak at some conferences about that expansion, how it works, because it's just not done like that anyplace else. So really proud of the team. We're visiting with Dr. Joe Gilgore, the president of Mineral Area College here on KFMO. Tell me about the bond issue that's coming up in April. Yeah, so we have a no tax increase bond coming up uh, in the April um, ballot. The board approved the language for that today, so we'll go ahead and file that by the deadline. Um, you know, we have uh, part of our tax levy is a 13 cent uh, um, 
debt service that helps to take care of facilities, uh, take on projects and whatnot. And uh, that is set to expire in 2025. So we're putting it on the ballot for it's a no tax increase. Um, it'll generate about $22 million uh, for the college. And uh, that has to be spent in three years. Uh, we've got to spend it on capital projects. Um, so you know, our, our goal is we're going to spend most of that on a solar project to convert the entire campus to solar energy, which uh, will save the college about $500,000 a year is what we're paying right now in electric bills. Uh, we'll save a lot of money for the college that we can put back into paying our people appropriately, keeping costs low for students, uh, those general operating costs. Um, we know we've also got some renovations we got to do in our arts and sciences building. Uh, we're going to refinance some debt out of our residence hall. Uh, we have some lights on athletic fields we need to, to put up. Uh, those are smaller things. Uh, when you're talking about $22 million, it doesn't take that much to do lights. But uh, just some things like that. We're going to update our Fredericktown campus. And we put in a statewide request uh, for a grant to start animal science program. Hmm. And we really would like to base that out of Fredericktown and actually have a farm, a working farm for students. Uh, so part of the bond would go to help with our match that we have to do for that. So it build outbuildings and fencing and, uh, you know, purchase. If we have to purchase land, it would go for that or purchase livestock uh, to get that program started. So it's a lot of really great things uh, for the college that are really going to help us be sustainable for a long time. When I hear you talking about all these uh, developments you're looking at for the future, it makes me think about what happened over the past year. You've had some great things happen then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've been very fortunate. 2020, 2022 uh, and 23 were, were good years for Mac, and uh, we saw an increase in state funding. Uh, we opened our new building, our 80,000 square foot building, which uh, that's, you know, the expansion of that building is happening right now, and that'll be mm -hmm. open this next year. Um, you know, we're able to start a, a softball field construction this year, which is something that Mac has needed for a long time with our, our women not having a home field and uh, every other sport has a home field except for our, our softball players and now they will and it actually is going to be one of the nicest ones they're going to play on anywhere um, but yeah just a lot of great things we've had some state and uh, national recognition and all part of our, our vision for the future is really elevating max status in the community as well as uh, in the state and, and the united states as well as serving the community and providing those services we've been able to expand into cape Girardeau, which that campus has has tripled in size since we opened the doors and um, doing really well there uh, you know we've got campuses in perryville and potosi that are are doing okay and uh, then we're opening a new campus in january a new site in jackson operating out of the high school in Jackson, Missouri in January. So lots of great things happening. I mean, it's just really fun to see it all come together. And, um, you know, we had, a, we had a vision for what we wanted to see and, and it's just, it's really neat to see that stuff happen. It is. Anything else you want to add today? Uh, we just, we hope everybody has a great holiday break and Matt closes on December 20th at noon and then we'll open back up January 2nd at eight o'clock. And so we just wish, uh, you know, all of our students, faculty, staff, and our community safe and happy holiday. Well, Merry Christmas to you, too, Thank and everyone you too. in your family and here at the school. And that's Joe Gilgore. He's the president of Mineral Area College here on AM 1240 KFMO. This holiday season, treat your taste buds with Domino's Holiday Bundle. Enjoy two large, one-topping pizzas, a tempting bread side, and a refreshing two-liter soda, all for just $26.99. It's the perfect feast for family and friends. But hurry, this festive deal is only good through December 31st, 2023. Available at your local Domino's in Park Hills, Farmington, Bonterre, Fredericktown, Potosi, and St. Genevieve. Make your celebrations delicious with Domino's. 
Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and a tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or glass house. Twin Oaks is open Thursday through Sunday. Check out all the things happening at Twin Oaks on Facebook or online. Twin Oaks Vineyard and Winery, Highway F, Farmington. Well, we have CBS News coming up in just a moment here on AM 1240 KFMO, and it looks like a full plate of go, go, go for the rest of the day. And, uh, you know, on into the Christmas uh, holiday coming up this Monday. We also have these really great little uh, programs, I'll call them, <laughs> that we, we just got these, and I'm running these things because they are so neat. Uh, it's they're presented with a man named of uh, Francis Chick Powers. He gives us a, a holiday song report and basically will tell us about famous Christmas carols and Christmas songs, how they were written, who wrote them, where the idea came from. You'll just hear them sprinkle throughout the program between now and Christmas. Also, we have the Santa Watch Report right about 7.30. Be ready for that, plus our regular interviews and other things going on with the start on KFMO. It's 7 o'clock. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Bon Terre, St. Genevieve. We the people.